Hi, this is Shaylin Hudson. I make candles for street for scene creations, and the price is anywhere from three to eight dollars. If you'd like to contact me about purchasing any, you could call me at 907-401-1095. You have a Facebook page? No? Welcome to Horror After Hours. Coming to you from the Naughty Guy studio, I'm your host, the Naughty Guy, Adam J. Tonight's going to be another short episode. Uh, first of all, there will be a craft show on March 20th in Ketchikan at the American Legion. Make sure to get out and support all the hardworking local artists and see all the unique creations. I will be there for the show. Look for the Naughty Guy's table. Uh, lots of fun things for sale, like keychains, mats, rope mats, rope bowls, dog leashes, elkabunk, fish bunkers, doormats, you name it. There'll be lots to see. Come on in, check it out. All are welcome. So, let's get down to tonight's movie. This one is Demons 2 from 1986, the sequel to Demons. This one, also directed by Lamberto Bava, also had a budget of $1.5 million, was filmed in Rome, Italy, and Hamburg, Germany. This film was released on my 10th birthday, which is February 13th. This was 1987, and also marked the film debut of Asia Argento, who was the daughter of the famous director Dario Argento. Dario also co-wrote and co-directed Demons and Demons 2. So the plot goes, the film opens as if the events of the first film took place in reality. But this is a film within a film that the various residents of a high-rise apartment building are watching. Its story follows several teens who trespass into a city that was deserted as a result of an outbreak. Finding the lifeless corpse of a demon, one of the teen, uh, one of the teens, revives it accidentally by dripping blood from a scratch into its mouth. In reality, when a friend receives a call from a boy named Jacob, and without asking Sally, she flies into a rage, screaming she doesn't want to see Jacob and demands everyone leave. As she requests, or as she sequesters herself in her room she watches part of the film on the TV suddenly the demon looks at the camera as if looking through the television Sally realizes she's being watched before the demon pushes through the TV and attacks her she's unable to escape as her friends have locked the door so they could prepare her cake in secret as her friends sing happy birthday Sally transforms into a demon and attacks her friends, turning all but two of them into vile, bloodthirsty monsters. The creature's bile seeps through the building, 
burning through the ceiling and into the other apartments and shorting out the electrical system. In one apartment, a dog licks up the bile and transforms into a vicious beast that attacks and kills its owner. In another apartment, a young boy left alone by his parents avoids Sally and her rampaging demon friends, but is ultimately poisoned by the bile and becomes a monster. The demon boy attacks Hannah, a pregnant woman waiting for her husband to come home. She kills the demon boy, but a flying demon bursts out of his body to further terrorize her. Her husband George has been trapped in the elevator with another woman. As they escape through the service hatch, a demon, who was formerly a police officer who tried to help them out, before being brutally scratched in the face by Sally, <clears throat> bursts through the elevator door and infects the woman. She turns and attacks George, but he kills her as both climb the elevator's hatch, kicking her all the way down. Uh, kicking her all the way down the ceiling before entering his and Hannah's apartment in time to kill the flying demon with an umbrella. Meanwhile, a group of bodybuilders, led by gym instructor Hank, have barricaded themselves in an underground car park, along with a group of other tenants. Unable to break down the garage doors, they stand their ground and defend themselves with shotguns and makeshift weapons, such as Molotov cocktails. Demons eventually force their way in, although they heavily outnumber the demons, the uninfected are relatively easily defeated and are either turned into demons themselves or killed. The infected start making their way back up the building. George causes a leak in the gas pipes that kills all the infected except Sally in an explosion. Anna and George search for a way out and go into Sally's apartment finding the two hidden partygoers. The group make their way to the roof, but are stopped by Sally. She infects the two partygoers, but George dispatches them. George and Hannah lower themselves to the roof of an adjacent building, fighting Sally as they go. Inside the neighborhood building, Hannah gives birth to the, uh, the couple's child. George defeats the resilient Sally in Mortal Kombat, and he and Hannah exit with their, their newborn child. Roll credits. So, this movie was interesting. It wasn't my favorite, but... So, after the financial success of Demons in Italy, a sequel began development, and according to director Lamberto Bava, the script for the film took several months to develop. In an interview conducted on January 22, 1988, directors Bava and Argento were working on a follow-up to Demons 2 with Argento saying that it would not be called Demons 3, but potentially Ritorno alla Casa dei Demoni. Translation, Return to the House of the Demons. The third Demons film had a story developed by Franco Farini and Dardano Sacchetti, which involved an airplane that had to make an emergency landing where it finds itself on an island with a volcano stranding the passengers. Sachetti explained that the situation was for them to arrive in a weird hell and compared the film to Alien. 
but with the isolated place being on an airplane opposed to a spaceship and the demons replacing the aliens. After developing several drafts, the writers abandoned the story with Sacchetti saying they had trouble creating a story set in an isolated area of the plane. The screenwriters eventually developed a new screenplay set in a church which acted as a passage into hell which was developed into the film The Church, but this was done without Bava. So that was kind of a sad ending. They did make uh, a third Demons movie. This one was called Demons 3, The Ogre. Really had nothing to do with this story. Uh, I liked The Ogre. That one was actually a really good one, and I'll do a deep dive on that one soon. And I will actually do another one on The Church at some point. So although this is not my favorite horror movie, I'll give this one two chainsaws out of five, as it's still fun to watch, if nothing else, just for the sheer craziness and absurdity to the violence and gore. Uh, watch Demons from 1985, as that really is one of my favorite movies, and then watch the sequel, Demons 2 from 1986. Let me know what you think. You can message me on text, you can uh, message me on Twitter, at BigBaloo77, or leave me a voicemail. Sadly, that is all I have for you tonight, everyone. Join me next weekend, as Bruce and I will be back on Horror After Hours, and we'll be adding something a little new to the show. So, check it out. A big shout-out to all my friends, family, and loyal listeners. Wherever you may be, I thank you for listening, and stay safe out there. I am your host, the naughty guy, Adam J., and this is Horror After Hours. Signing off. Good night, everyone. Hello, this is the Naughty Guy, Adam J. Keep listening to Horror After Hours with the Naughty Guy. As my friends and I, we discuss some of our favorite movies and some of our favorite novels. Bear Crossing, Bed and Breakfast. We have a beautiful view which overlooks downtown Ketchikan. You can find us on the Airbnb app or on Facebook. You can contact us through either of these apps for any information. Skyler's Table offers cafeteria-style dining, fresh soups and salads, and paninis. And all of his meats are roasted fresh daily. If you're looking for great food, great prices, and even better company, come to Skyler's Table, a place for, visit for visitors. Uh, podcast, Swatting Flies, Telling Lies. If you like a fun, crazy podcast, with loads of information that you didn't know you need, give this one a listen. Bruce's show is always a lot of fun. You never know what he's going to say next, and I'm always tuning in to find out. Next, I got Lazy Mountain Brewing Company, located in Palmer, Alaska, owned by Neil and Sarah Gottschall. They're providing quality craft beers with crisp, clean flavor. Look for crazy... Or, I'm sorry, look for Lazy Mountain Brewing Company on Facebook. You will also find their beers all around the Anchorage area. They're just good, honest beers. That's, again, Lazy Mountain Brewing Company. Also look for my friend Danny's podcast. That's Hinterlands Media, where he discusses current topics and conspiracies. 
And also look for his new podcast called Hinterland Storytime. This should be a lot of fun. This is where he discusses his favorite fantasy, sci-fi novels, movies, and games. This really should be a lot of fun. Danny's a lot of fun, so give both his shows a listen. I know I will. And finally, The Naughty Guy. I finally have a Facebook page. Check it out. Give me a like and a follow to see all of my latest network. You can find my network in a few of the local stores around Ketchikan. You look for Maiden Voyage, Scanlon Gallery, and also the, the Alaska Outpost. Tell them the naughty guy sent you. Thanks a lot, folks. Keep listening.